Hallelujah, hallelujah. Wow, wow. It's so good to be back here. Hallelujah. I know that you're again expecting our pastor. Hallelujah. But our pastor has been training us, has been teaching us. So today you also send me here to be here to share the word of God with you guys. Hallelujah. To continue with the teaching that we started yesterday. So before I do anything, I would like to just acknowledge him and also to acknowledge our LP. LP Pumi, hallelujah. It is truly a privilege and an honor to be submitted under them, hallelujah. So I would also like to welcome all the branches that are here, that are joining us, uh, Alive Sun City, Alive Pfizer, Alive Leader, and Alive Patima, hallelujah, and also Alive Ratibek, and each and every other person, whether, wherever you are from, thank you very much for joining us, thank you very much for supporting us. And may you keep it up, hallelujah. But please make sure that you are not on your own, hallelujah. Just get somebody who will come and who will join you, hallelujah. Who will watch this blessing of the teaching with you. And I'm telling you that they will be blessed and they will thank you that you invited them. So as you are fetching them, as you are getting them ready, we are just going to worship the Lord as we always do. And you can join us, hallelujah. So this song says that this is the air that I breathe, hallelujah. Your very presence living in me, hallelujah. So we are just going to worship the Lord. As you are getting ready, as you are getting your people ready. Hallelujah. This is the air I breathe. This is the air I breathe. Fill us with your presence, oh Father, in the name of Jesus, as we are starting our day in your presence. Father, we pray that when you send your Holy Spirit in my life, let him come and let him do the work that only he can do. Let him come and transform us. Let him come and work with us. Let him come and help us. Let him come and give us understanding of the Father, we are desperate for you. We are hungry for you. And we thank you that he is with us right now. We thank you for blessing to get closer to the Spirit. 
we thank you that whoever is watching right now, that even in their rooms of Father, your hands and sisters, Father, we worship you, we honor you. In the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, we have prayed. Amen. Hallelujah. Wow, hallelujah. I love this song. It says, and I am desperate for you. I am lost without you. And it is very true. Without the Holy Spirit, we are lost. Without the Word of God, we are lost. Hallelujah. We find direction in the Word of God. Hallelujah. And we find fulfillment in with the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So it is truly a privilege once again to be here. Hallelujah. To lead you guys in today's daily oil. Hallelujah. And also, I would like to welcome those who just joined us. Thank you very much for tuning in. And please make sure that you share, that you uh, start your own watch party, whichever one. But let us spread the word of God. Hallelujah. And let someone receive the same blessing that you are about to receive. Hallelujah. So it is truly a privilege to be here. Hallelujah. And last week it was my first time. Hallelujah. And the Lord was with me. Hallelujah. And I believe that today he's still with me. Hallelujah. So yesterday, our pastor, he started a very powerful series. And the name of the series it is The Holy Spirit Can Change You. Or The Holy Spirit Can Transform You. Hallelujah. It is so, it, it really blessed me yesterday when he was talking about how the Holy Spirit transformed Saul, who didn't believe in himself, who didn't see himself as anything. But when the Holy Spirit came upon him, he became a different person. In our foundational scripture, it is taken from the book of 1 Samuel, chapter 10, verse 6. The Bible says, The Spirit of the Lord will come powerfully upon you, and you will prophesy with them, and you will be changed into a different person. The Spirit of the Lord will come powerfully upon you, Hallelujah. And he says that, and you will prophesy with them and you will be changed into a different person. So one of the things that happens when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, it is that you become changed. You become transformed. When people look at you, they cannot recognize you. Because you are a different person from the, from the person whom, who you were before the Holy Spirit came up, upon you. So yesterday our pastor was talking about Saul. How the Holy Spirit came on Saul and Saul became a whole new person. And today I want to just take you through the life of David. I want us to see or to look uh, at the life of David and see how he was transformed and see how he was changed when the Holy Spirit also came upon him. Hallelujah. And, and as we are reading and as we are going through these devotions, and I pray that you will learn that the same thing that is happening on these people that you are talking about, it is the same thing that can also happen to you. Hallelujah. Once the Holy Spirit comes upon you, you'll be transformed into a new person. As our pastor was sharing that yesterday, that we all want to become a, a certain person. Hallelujah. We all want to become a different person. And it is only the Holy Spirit who can make you to become the person that you are really meant to be. Hallelujah. So if we go to our scripture, so our first scripture, it is taken from the book of Psalm. First, first Samuel chapter 16, verse 11. Hallelujah. First Samuel chapter 16, verse 11. The Bible says that, So he asked Jesse, Are these all your sons you have? There is still the youngest, Jesse answered. He is tending the sheep, Samuel. He, he, he's, sorry. He says, So he asked Jesse, 
are these all your sons? Are, are these all the sons you have? There is still the youngest, Jesse answered. He is tending the sheep, Samuel said. Send for him. We will not sit down until he arrives. So here, we learn that the Lord rejected Saul because he began rebellion to him. And then the Lord chose another person, chose another king. He found a king in the house of Jesse. And then the Lord sent someone who was a prophet. He said, go and anoint my chosen one. And you will find him at the house of Jesse. And as Samuel went to the house of Jesse, we, we know that he, he, he told them that he was coming. So they got ready. They prepared. Because they knew that someone is about to anoint a king. It is a special day. It is a very powerful day. Especially for a family. Hallelujah. And then as they were gathering, one thing that we are learning, it is that the father Jesse, he gathered everyone except David. He forgot David. He left David out. out. Because when someone got there, all the brothers, all seven brothers were there. Except the youngest one. Hallelujah. And then this shows us that like Jesse, he didn't believe that anything could come out of David. David was excluded. David was rejected. No one thought that they, something will ever come out on David. No one thought that this privilege, such an honor, can even rest upon David. And then you may think that, oh, maybe like there was no other shepherd. Who, who could have helped him or who could have taken over from him. We learn also in the book of First uh, Samuel, chapter 17, verse 20, that the Bible says that, so David left the sheep with another shepherd. This is when the father wanted to send David to go to the army to go and feed uh, his brothers and also to just find out from him. So we learn here that there was another shepherd who could have taken place, who could have taken David's place when that big day happened. But... The thing is that the father didn't consider David on being there. And that is how most of us are. Some of us, like you say, with Saul, as we learned yesterday, Saul had a problem with himself. He didn't believe in himself. He thought he was nothing. David, on the other hand, the people around him didn't believe in him. The people around him didn't think that he, he was qualified. So that is why when such a big day happened, he was not even considered. And then the Bible tells us that they, they came one by one. Then the Lord rejected them one by one. Until they finished. Even when they finished, because someone told Jesse that I'm coming to anoint a king in your house. The Lord has told me to come and anoint a king in your house. But even when the sons finished, it never occurred or kicked on Jesse to say, Oh, but my son is not here. His child kept quiet as if David was not there. Samuel had to ask himself and say, okay, are these all your sons? That is when he started saying that, no, I have a younger one, but he's just turning sheep there. Why? Because David was not considered. When they looked at him, he, they looked at him as an unqualified person. They rejected him. And I, I don't know about you, but to be rejected is not a nice thing. But I, what, what, what I love so much is that even though his family rejected him, even though his family didn't see him fit for anything good, hallelujah, but the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, saw him fit. Even though his family didn't see him as the chosen one, but the King chose him. 
Hallelujah. So someone said, oh, we will not do anything until he comes. We will not even sit down until he comes. <laughs> so the owner has already started. So they, they fetched him and he came. By the time he came, the Bible tells us, the Bible tells us, hallelujah, in the book of 1 Samuel chapter 16, verse 12, the Bible says that, so he sent for him and had him brought in. He was glowing with health and had a fine appearance and hence and handsome features. Hallelujah. Receive the grace. Hallelujah. <laughs> then the Lord said, Rise and anoint him. This is the one. Rise and anoint him. This is the one. The one whom the family rejected. The one whom the brothers didn't like. And, and, and in, in those days, to be a shepherd boy, it was, it was one of the least jobs you can do. And that is what they chose for him. And the Bible says that God said, this is the one that I have chosen. You see, our pastor was teaching us that do not try to get the approval of men. Hallelujah. Get anointed. So today I want to tell you, do not try or do not seek the approval of men. Do not seek to be chosen by men. Go to the God who, who chose you long back. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It says that I chose him. The Bible says that. So Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him in the presence of his brothers. <laughs> the Lord anointed David in the presence of his enemies. Why am I saying that it is his enemies? In the book of Psalm chapter 23 verse 5, the Bible says that you prepare a table. This is David now singing a sermon to God. He says you prepare a table before before me in the presence of my enemies you anoint my head with oil so when the Lord prepared the table for David <laughs> that is where he anointed him so we learn that the Lord anointed him in the presence of his brothers and he said you prepare your table you prepare a table in the presence of my enemies so the brothers were the enemies of David so sometimes you may find yourself, you are rejected. Sometimes you are rejected by the people who are supposed to even, to, who are supposed to be the ones who are even receiving you or accepting you. Your family, your brother, your sister, your mother, your father. And then you start beating yourself up. And then you start feeling unworthy. And then you start entering into depression. And then when God starts calling you, and then you start saying, but me, I'm not worthy. Why? Because your parents have been telling you that you're useless. Why? Because your brothers have been telling you that you are nothing and will never amount to anything. I want to tell you that when God chose David, he didn't ask the opinion of his family. So when God chooses you, when God wants to rest the Holy Spirit upon you, he will not ask the approval of any person. He is the one who chooses you without any, without any opinion of anybody. So instead of focusing on the opinion of your family, Instead of focusing on the people who are busy blocking you from the anointing, rather focus on the one who longs to give you the anointing. Rather focus on the one who wants to anoint you. Hallelujah. And that is the Lord Almighty. Hallelujah. So David, we learn that before the anointing, because most of us, we know mostly about King David, the most powerful king of Israel. But we didn't know who he was before the anointing. And one thing that I love about the anointing is that once the anointing takes over, <laughs> who you were 
starts becoming like it's a fairy tale. <laughs> because the way the, the way David became, the way the anointing changed David and made him to a new to a whole new different person. And when you looked at him, you will never think that he was once a rejected person. Because now he was not just accepted by by, by, by just his family, but the whole nation of Israel. They accepted him as, his, as their king. And the Lord of the, the, the King of Kings. They accepted him. Hallelujah. All because of the anointing. So I would just like to share five changes. There are a lot of changes that happen in, on David's life. Hallelujah. But because of time, I would just like to share five changes that manifested or that were, that were manifested in the life of David after the Holy Spirit came upon him. Remember, we are talking about how the Holy Spirit can change you into a whole new person. Hallelujah. He will change you from being rejected to being accepted. He will change you from being unqualified to being qualified. You must remember, God doesn't call the qualified. He qualifies the called. Hallelujah. So do not worry if you are not qualified. He will qualify you himself. Hallelujah. Just respond to his calling. Just say yes to his calling. Hallelujah. And allow the anointing of the Holy Spirit to fall upon you. Hallelujah. So, the, so our scripture, it is taken from the book of Psalm chapter 89, verse 20 to 23. The Bible says, I have found David, my servant. With my sacred oil, I have anointed him. My God. Then this is the first one. My hand will sustain him. What happens when you get anointed? You are no longer sustained by your family. You are no longer sustained by your, by your father. This is, no, no, no. The Almighty God sustains you. <laughs> Hallelujah. He starts being in charge of your life. He starts taking care of you himself. I've never seen an anointed person poor or begging in my life. Why? Because when the anointing comes upon you, the Almighty God, the one who created heaven and earth, is the one who starts taking care of you. He's the one who sustains you. And we learn that when, after the anointing came on David, he was invited from the bush into the palace. When he had to leave the, the palace, the, the, the king said, no, no, you can't leave. You must stay here. Why? Because when the anointing came upon him, he was already in another level. And he couldn't go back to the other level. God had already shifted him. God had already moved him to the next level. And that is what will happen with you. When the Holy Spirit, once the Holy Spirit comes upon you, he will take you on a level that people, when they look at you, they'll be amazed. Then when people look at you, say, but you, you used to be poor. You, you, whenever I look at you, you'll always ask me for money. Now you are the one who gives me everything. What has happened? Then you just tell him it is the anointing. It will change you. The anointing, the Holy Spirit will change you into a whole new person. Hallelujah. And then the scripture continues. It says that my hand will sustain him. The second thing that happens when the anointing comes upon you. It says that surely my arm will strengthen him. My arm. It will strengthen him. So what happens when the anointing comes on you? You become strengthened. You get power. Hallelujah. Not just power, but supernatural power. Supernatural strength. We learned that after the anointing came on David, <laughs> when he was in the bush, 
Because after, after he was anointed, the, the parents were still sent him in the bush. <laughs> and when he was in the bush, then David, it, it tells us the story that a lion will come. A bear, first of all, came to try to take one of the sheep, one of the lambs. And he said, and I followed after, after it. Hallelujah. A lion also came. And he said, he went after it and he tore it apart. Why? What made him to be able to do such things? It is because the anointing fell upon him. So when the anointing of God, when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, you will find yourself doing things that are humanly impossible. Why? Because he's the one who's in charge now. Why? Because he's the one who's empowering you now. Hallelujah. Not by my, not by papa, but my spirit. It is the Holy Spirit who can do that for you. Some of us, we are weak. But the Holy Spirit will make you strong. People, they know you as a wimpy person. But once the Holy Spirit comes upon you, people, they'll be amazed on how strong you are. People, they'll know you as weak will, but when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, they will see how strong will you have become. Why? Because when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, he changes you into a, into a different person. Hallelujah. And also the Bible, the, number three, the Bible says that the enemy will not get the better of him. The enemy, whether you like it or not, you have an enemy. You have enemies. The anointing protects you from your enemies. No matter what they try to do, no matter what they plan against you, because of the anointing that is upon you, because of the Holy Spirit that has come upon you, it will not prosper. It will not do anything. Hallelujah. We, we like quoting the scripture, no weapon that is fashioned against me shall prosper. We love the scripture. But you see, most, we, 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 like most of the time, the people who claim the scripture are the, the incorrect people. Because the people who should claim the scripture, it is people who are the servants of God. Because when it continues, that this is the inheritance of my servants, not my children. So you can be a child of God, but when the, the weapons of the enemy, you see them prospering in your life, they say, oh, but the scripture is not working. No. It's because you are still a child of God. You have not become a servant. It says that I have found David my servant, not just my child. So the anointing, it comes on a servant. Hallelujah. I hope you are learning something. So the anointing protects you from your enemies. Hallelujah. So we learn that Saul, because he saw the grace of God, upon David. And people started loving David. Everyone, they started loving David. They preferred David even more than him. The Bible says that, and then he started having an eye on him. He grew jealous of him. Then he tried killing him countless of times. But the Bible says that, and he always he will fail. He couldn't kill him. Why? Because of the anointing that is rested upon David. So no matter who you are, Hallelujah. Once the anointing comes upon you, whether you are living in a witchcraft kind of, kind of continent or whatever, I'm telling you that once the anointing comes upon you, you are protected. No weapon that is fashioned against you will prosper. Why? Because God himself promises that he will protect you from your enemies. He will deliver you from your enemies. Hallelujah. Wow. Hallelujah. And then he says that the wicked will not oppress him. The wicked will not stop him. There are wicked people who are waiting to stop you from fulfilling the will of God for your life. 
There are people, there are wicked people who want to stop you from walking in the path, in the path of righteousness that will lead to brighter and brighter. And the Bible says that once the anointing comes upon you, hallelujah, the wicked will no longer be able to oppress you. So you fetching the anointing, you being hungry for the anointing, it is actually for your own good. Because until you have the anointing, you will see that the people who are oppressing, they will keep on succeeding. You need the anointing for them to keep on failing when they try to oppress you. We learned that when David, as he was walking, we learned that as David was walking his journey, as he was going, he went to the army as he was sent by his father. And then when he got to the army, and then, and then they, were, they, were, they, they saw Goliath there. And then he wanted to inquire, like, what is happening? Who is this person? And then the Bible says that as he was busy inquiring, his brother, his, his, his eldest brother, came to him. He said, what are you doing here? He tried to oppress him. He tried to stop him. And if David had allowed him to stop him, he was never going to defeat Goliath. So some of the biggest miracles in our lives are not stopped because God is not moving. God has already moved. They are stopped because of the people who are oppressing us from reaching the miracle. But as you receive the anointing, hallelujah, they will no longer be able to oppress you. Hallelujah. You will reach the plans of God and you will succeed in the will of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And then the last one, it says that I will crush his force before him and strike down his adversaries. My God. You don't have to do it. You see, now without the anointing, you are there, you are fighting, you are trying to fight your people who are fighting this and this and this. No, 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 no. You don't need to fight. You need the anointing. Because once the anointing comes on you, he says he will fight your faults and your adversaries. We learn that when David was going there and he found, he found uh, Goliath, the Bible says that he approached him. Hallelujah. And then Goliath was so big. He was, he was three meters long. Hallelujah. People, they say I'm tall, but Goliath was very tall. He was a giant. And David was just a small boy. But when he went there, even him, he said that, I will not, my God will deliver you to me. Why? Because once you are anointed, you no longer fight your own battles. He fights for you. The anointing fights for you. The anointing comes on your behalf. Hallelujah. So I don't know what mountain, I don't know what Goliath is ruling in your life. Like every time you go there, he keeps on defeating you. And you keep on praying, and you see that it's not working. You keep on trying to do this and this, and you see that it's still not working. Why don't you try a new thing? Why don't you try getting the anointing? Why don't you try praying and asking, Holy Spirit, come upon me? Because those, uh, those Goliaths, they need you to be changed before you can defeat them. They need you to be transformed before you can defeat them. And the only thing that can transform me is the anointing. The Holy Spirit will transform you into a different person. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, dear brothers and dear brothers and sisters, we need the anointing. We need the anointing. That is why I love the song. So this is the air I breathe. Your holy presence living in me. I'm desperate. I'm lost without you. Do you see how lost you are without the anointing in your life? 
And David showed us, as I'm, as I'm reading our last scripture, in Psalm chapter 51, verse 11. This is when David has sinned against God. And David started being scared. And what amazed me is that David was not scared that God was going to take, was going to take the kingdom away from him. David was not scared that God was going to take the money from him. David was not scared that he was going to take the wives. No, 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 no. The Bible says, the cry of David, the thing that he was mostly worried about, he says, cast me not away from your presence and take not your Holy Spirit from me. Take not your Holy... Why? David recognized and he realized that what made the shift in my life what made the change in my life? What made me to become who I am? It is the Holy Spirit. It is not money. It is not my family. Rather, my family, they were stopping me. It is the anointing that came upon me that made me to succeed, that made me to be favored, that made me to win all the battles that I've won, that made, that made me to conquer the cities that I've won. It is the anointing. So when he sinned against God, he was not worried about the money, because the money can take it. And you will not do anything in your life. You can get it later. But the anointing. He cries out, please do not take the anointing away from me. Please do not take your Holy Spirit away from me. Here's what I need. <laughs> he was saying, you can take everything, just leave the Holy Spirit. You can take the kingdom, it's okay. But leave me the Holy Spirit. Why? Because he's all I need. Because once I have him, I'm fulfilled. Once I have him, I'm satisfied. He's the only one who can satisfy him. His presence. The Holy Spirit. Allow him to come. And I pray that as I'm reading this, that you are also realizing that you need the anointing. You need the Holy Spirit to change you, to transform you into a new person. So that you can win the person that you've been fighting for years and you keep on losing. It is the anointing that can empower you. It is the anointing that will protect you from your enemies. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What a privilege it is to have the Holy Spirit as upon you, as your helper, as your fighter, as your defender, as your sustainer. Hallelujah. I pray that you are blessed by this teaching. But before I go, I would just like to give someone a chance today. Someone was saying, maybe as, as, as I was sharing this message, and you're saying that maybe I can relate with David. I'm rejected in my family. Or maybe I'm considered the least in my family. Whenever there are things, whenever there are this and this, I'm not considered. But as I was learning about David, and I see what the Holy Spirit did for him, I also want that. I also want the transformation in my life. I cannot go on with my life the way it is. I need a change. I need a transformation. But where do I begin? It is very simple. You begin by receiving Jesus Christ as your Lord and your Savior. And once you do that, then the Holy Spirit will be in you. Hallelujah. Then the Holy Spirit will start helping you in your journey for the anointing. He will start helping you to become the new person that you want to be. Hallelujah. Or that God has created you to be. So right now, I'd just like you to, to follow me in this prayer. And I'd like you to mean it from the bottom of your heart. Say, Lord Jesus, I surrender my life to you today. Forgive me my sins. Wash me with your blood. 
I believe that you died for me. On the third day, you rose again. That I might be justified. Right now, I believe that my sins are forgiven. I'm justified by your blood. I am saved. I'm restored. I'm born again. I'm a child of God. I am free from the power of sin. To serve the living God. Thank you, Jesus, for receiving me. Thank you, Jesus, for restoring me. Thank you, Jesus, for forgiving me. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Amen. Hallelujah. If you have prayed the prayer, I would like to congratulate you. Hallelujah. The Son of the living God is now living in you. Hallelujah. And the Holy Spirit also is in you. Hallelujah. And He will start helping you. Hallelujah. He will start helping you in this journey of Christianity. So please make sure that you just give us a wave or on Facebook or even personally so that we can recognize you so that we can also help you. Hallelujah. We also have a gift that we want to give you. A gift that will help you in this journey that you started with God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And also, please don't forget that today, hallelujah, we are launching a new program, a new show, a new powerful show, which is Alive Women. Hallelujah. Hosted by our awesome LP, our mother, LP Pumi. Hallelujah. Our lady, Pastor Pumi. So please make sure that you tune in. The ladies in the countries, in Mohuase, Sun City, Robeja, Patima, everywhere, even those in China. Hallelujah. You need what our LP will be talking about. Hallelujah. It will change you. It will transform you. So please make sure that at 4 o'clock you tune in and your life will never be the same. Thank you very much for joining us today. I pray and I believe that you are blessed. Hallelujah. Remember also to join us tomorrow for another word on daily oil. Hallelujah. God bless you. Remember, we are alive to give life. Therefore, use your life to give life. God bless you.